0: Levels, levels. Levels, levels. Hey, so there was a whoosh and a voiceover in last week's show.
1: Yeah, I made some editorial decisions. Okay, so what prompted that?
0: You mean you mean the business meeting you conducted in the middle of the show? Look, look, I laid out a concise 46-point plan for the future of the Toddies,
1: Yes, yes, you did, and it was... It was something to behold. It was all. Oh. Now, sadly, there was some <laughs> shitty Wi-Fi that, if you remember, I foreshadowed before
0: we did the levels
1: levels and I cut it out.
0: Uh, well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You did point that out. Um. I mean, not for nothing. Hey, where are you this week?
1: I'm in Houston, again, with the hotel Wi-Fi. <laughs>
0: Oh, okay, good news. I have a short 56-step plan to fix your hotel Wi-Fi problems. Now, first. Hi,
1: toddlers. Welcome to Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson. Todd Prince. Where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining
0: us. Hey Todd. So step 7, you take the MAC address and then you copy that and you put it into Oh, wait. Wait, have I been on mute this entire time? Oh, hey, how's it going?
1: <laughs> Pretty good. It is cold in Houston. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm 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 better than that. So <laughs> Yeah, you know. Um I, I will say this: uh, it, cold is relative. I mean, yeah, that's relative. Uh, our our cacti in our backyard are are barely holding on now. Um, it's it's chilly here, and um, they're all leaning over. And um, I needed to start warming up here before before all the cacti are gone. It's not good.
1: Oh, hey, so a tight show tonight. We're gonna try to rip through. Should we? And oh my lord, it's, do we have follow
0: up? you 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 have an event here you got to go so this show is ending in on time whether or not we're done
1: do i need to do do i need to do the trailers now <laughs> tell nope. you what do a callback from what we've done so far so that we can oh never mind uh, feedback <laughs> feedback follow up and updates um start with toddler number 1 cuz i know that's quick she's now 3 weeks behind she's studying to take her shrm exam so um, everything else has gone to the wayside. And at some point, I, uh, like you said last week, if you provide the feedback on the show, she's not going to get it because she's now she's going to be at least three weeks and maybe four weeks behind. So anyway, Amy, eventually when you listen to this, hi babe. Uh, how did Lisa take the feedback from last week? Did we, did I'm- we, did we meet her expectations?
0: Well, the fact that we pointed out that I was completely wrong and she was completely right, um, helped. Ah, yeah. Tends to. Yeah. However, she, when I said, don't worry, I'm going to fix the toddy. She did not ask for details. Oh, So you may have made the right call. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, uh, Greg
1: and Sherry, Sherry put her swag on her training gear so talking to Todd goes with her wherever she goes whether she wants to or not does that sound right
0: <laughs> yeah um I was I I think I told her uh it's a great training aid uh, no matter how fast you go no how no matter how far you go talking to Todd is always with you by the way I do have a piece of follow-up around that um because she did send us a picture of her keychain um, attached to her gear. Um, I received an envelope with with a with a eight and a half by eleven sheet of paper. Yes, and a sticker. Yes. Question: When you sealed that envelope, was there a keychain in it? Yours? Yes. There were actually two keychains in it. Thanks, Eli. Okay. I ask if they were in it when you sealed it, because when it arrived, there were not. <laughs> um, there there was a uh, there was a bit of a tear on the uh, seam on one end of it, and what I believe has happened. Is while the envelope was going through an automatic sorting machine by the U.S. Postal Service, I'm pretty sure the rollers squeezed the two keychains and shot them out of the back of the envelope. And I would assume that there is somewhere in a postal sorting facility two talking to Todd keychains.
1: One for you and one for Jesse.
0: <laughs> yes. Because because I received a piece of paper and a sticker. In a torn envelope, (laughs) not, well, not, not like torn open, like literally like just the, like the, the, the short end was just like split, not so much as you'd notice, but when you get it like, Oh, Hey, I wonder what happened there. Oh yeah. That was, (laughs) that was caused by keychain shooting out the back of the envelope. So
1: what you actually got was commiserate to your level of effort editing over the course of the entire year.
0: Yes. Yes. I thought, I thought that was a choice on your part.
1: (laughs) Or let me, let me throw this out there. Maybe the, maybe the U S postal service is one of our 25 listeners (laughs) and they're letting you have it. Oh, talking (laughs) to Todd. (laughs) But Ward and Sarah got theirs. Each of them posted that they were best guessed, and uh they're apparently going to duel it out um with I suggested ancient laser swords
0: okay, okay
1: Sarah thought perhaps they should go with E v uh, electric vehicles Mad Max style
0: i I was with you on the uh, on the ancient laser swords powered by the sun hmm.
1: Uh, anywho, we th- I I uh, let them know that they were both. That's what we do every year. That's a thing now. Every guest gets best guest. There's a tie. Thank you, Amy and Lisa. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, Sherry also sent another three dollar and eighty one cent donation. So strong work. It yep. I mean, it, she's she's in it to win it. She she is. But it's not the only note that we got from a sponsor this week. Jesse Taylor writes, Hello, visiting scholar Todd and (laughs) Dwayne. During the podcast, I heard Todd's questions about how to access our wireless access points and our location at the Taylor Center for Technology Policy. To start, here's how to connect to the Wi-Fi at the Policy Center. Note, I know the following network names are weird, but part of our donor agreement from an NSF grant we received for the new wireless access points, not WAPs, wireless access points. Just want to make that clarification. Clarification. Was that we make it related to cardiovascular care. Weird, I know, but hey, that's government. One, on your computer, you have two networks to choose from in the center. Wi-Fi network Cardi A and Wi-Fi network Cardi B. (laughs) oh my god both networks go to a landing page and ask for authentication using our sso i'm told the only difference between cardi a and cardi b is that cardi b is wholly unfiltered and does not have any protection from the firewalls on our wireless access point caveat emptor
0: buyer beware clearly our location as for the location do you want to read this part uh, our location, the main campus currently resides in Ruby Valley, Nevada. However, we have a small satellite offices in Las Vegas and as of this last December, Tuba City. Dro- drop in any time, Todd, to get your credentials at any of the ex- uh, at any of the centers. Excelsior, Jesse Taylor, founder and chair, Taylor Center for Technology Policy, Ruby Valley, Las Vegas, Tuba City.
1: <laughs> the last the cities is now in addition from that was not on last week's letter. They've updated the letterhead. Oh, my God. Excellent work as always. Thank you, Jesse.
0: Seriously, Amy needs to steal this joke at work and actually make it happen. After all the crap she took. Hey, everybody.
1: New Wi-Fi networks to join. Cardi A and Cardi B.
0: And I don't want to hear a single thing from any of you. (laughs)
1: oh oh we also uh there was also when i posted the show on facebook Lindsay commented did you see this
0: uh no but i think i was i was advised of it through my uh, facebook sources Ah.
1: yes we were informed that she is the only one allowed to call you toddy (laughs) you got anything there
0: well no but i mean i mean the awards are the are the toddies Uh, this isn't this isn't me like that's this is ah okay they're separate yeah that's i i think we're still within i still i think we're still within the rules okay so i'm not gonna call you toddy okay did you have any feedback uh no nope other than the fact of the torn envelope nope that was my feedback that
1: was that was it okay uh i didn't have any corrections from last week uh I don't believe. Nope. I did not either. Clean show. Fantastic. Um how about follow up?
0: Yeah. Um I saw I, if you remember 6 months ago uh in I think Idiots of the Week I covered how Charter uh Charter Communication had lost a lawsuit for 7 billion dollars because uh one of their people killed one of their customers. Ah uh, yeah. And then and then Charter like forged records to show that they could get the money and then even then try to get like the security deposit back and everything else. So, um, that case is, is winding its way through. Um, instead of, uh, the, the jury awarded him $7 billion. Um, a judge lowered the total amount to only $1.1 billion. Uh, However, Charter is now on the verge of settling the lawsuit for less than $262 million. That's a weird sum. But the reason why it's less than or $262 million is because that amount will apparently be fully covered by the company's insurance <laughs> and, uh, and company. Um, now... I know that you've got business insurance, business continuity insurance. You have DNO insurance. Um, you have business liability insurance. I, I apparently Charter has uh, murderous employees, and we lie to cover up, uh, allegedly lie to cover up the evidence. Insurance. I don't know what you pay for that. It's probably around. Um, I don't know. It's probably around how much it costs to insure a single, uh, like a single eighteen-year-old uh, for car insurance. Anyway. Um. Anyway, so everybody's going to be happy because the people, uh, the family's going to get some money, and Charter is going to walk away, and the insurance company might just have to drop what is probably going to be somewhere around a Russell Wilson contract size. Um. Yeah. Matter of fact, maybe that's what they should do. Hey, um, instead of a check, um, can we? How about? How about we just send you Russell Wilson? Yeah, can we the, offer you Russ for what? the next four years? it's about the same amount. Well, he can work in the kitchen because
1: you know Russ can cook. D- do you want him though? Do you, <laughs> he, he he can, but do you like he used to be able to cook. I don't know if he can cook yeah, we're anymore. We're not so sure anyway.
0: So, anyway, congratulations um all's well that ends well for a large conglomerate. Uh speaking speaking of Russ, um
1: yep. Broncos hired a new coach. Is this is this 2022 or 2023? Did we didn't we do this last year? We did do this last year. That's why this is under follow up. Um, uh, do you remember what yeah. you said last year when I tried to goad you into talking about how awesome the Broncos were going to be because they hired a new coach?
0: I believe I said something to the effect of, "It's look we we haven't had a losing we haven't had a winning season in five or six years. At this point, I don't just put some wins on the board and we'll talk about it in the fall. Right now, it doesn't mean a thing."
1: Uh, so rinse and repeat.
0: Yeah. You can just go back and get that audio and just drop it in. Okay. And given the way things are going, maybe get it ready for again for next year. I don't know. (laughs) Welcome to the third annual Todd talks Broncos new coaching hire. I'm really tired of this segment now. Can we stop? (laughs) Can we not do this anymore? Uh, let's see. By the way, uh, just real quick. Uh, I found out about the news, uh, from a buddy of mine who I used to work with, uh, a number of years ago, um, who texted me, uh, and it turns out that he, he's a Raiders fan and he congratulated me on the hire. Uh, and I thought that was very nice, uh, for uh, for my Raiders, my friends who are Raiders fans, to be keeping track uh, of of Broncos coaching news more closely than I am at this point. <laughs> Any other follow up? Uh, just one item from Greg. Yes. Last week we
1: spent a great deal of time talking about Rick Rat and Chuck E. Cheese. More than we would have expected. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Um, the Darien Chuck E. Cheese that we talked about. Yes. He's been there.
0: I believe multiple times.
1: Yes. Uh, and his sixth graders go there regularly or went there regularly when they were smaller for birthday parties. And yes. It's his local. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's his local Charles uh, extra cheese. I don't know what the E stands for. Entertainment. Edward. My- Edward? <laughs> I'll believe that. Charles Edward cheese. Yeah. yeah that sounds about right. The second. There was some confusion. There was actually, there was some confusion. I, so I was doing a little bit of research on this because something just didn't seem right. Because at one point I thought a bear was the mascot and not Chuck E. Cheese, not the rat. But I was remembering Showbiz Pizza Place with the
0: bear jamboree.
1: Yes. Yes. Which eventually they merged together. Yes. And um, sometimes kept the bear because those were the animatronic animals that they had to perform. And then the mouse would pop out over his shoulder.
0: <laughs> it's a rat. Whatever. Okay.
1: Whatever. Mouse, rat, just keep it off my pizza. I'm good. Okay. I think that was it. Anything else there? Uh. Nope. Uh, anything under Todd's tech corner brought to you by the Taylor Center for Technology Policy?
0: Uh, just real quick, another yet another iOS update has come out within the last week. Um, and it was like, oh, yeah, there's some new features and everything else. And then there was an article about just like a one-line sentence about a security update that's in there. And anyway, update your devices. There you go. When in yeah. doubt. Yeah, update. Uh, any comments on the new
1: Apple speaker?
0: Welcome to the new speaker. Same as the old speaker. I. That's kind of what I read. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's underwhelming, but sure.
1: Whatever. <laughs> Are they at least going to make it in pretty colors?
0: No. If you want pretty colors in an Apple speaker, you got to go for the mini. The mini comes in <sighs> yellow and red and blue, I believe, with white and maybe black. The big one, I believe, comes in white and black. So,
1: Mm, yeah. Okay.
0: I mean, you're paying three hundred dollars for a speaker. It can't can't come in colors. I mean, that's an upgrade.
1: You would think Apple could figure out how to charge an extra hundred and fifty dollars for that. But hey, what do I know?
0: Oh, they. Oh, oh, yeah. no, 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 no. That's 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 revision two. That's the Apple Speaker Plus Pro Pro. Excuse me. Apple Speaker Pro. Apple Speaker, Apple Speaker Plus is where you pay four ninety-nine a month to use it. Oh.
1: So then you can get Apple Speaker Plus on your Apple Speaker Pro. Apple Music on your Apple, Apple Speaker music, Plus yeah. on your Apple Speaker Pro. Yes. Yeah. It's just that easy. See, now you're getting into the Apple world. Clearly. Yes. It's only taken me three years to get the hang hang of this nomenclature.
0: The, the first five years are the hardest because your head just hurts going, this doesn't make any sense. And then after a while, once you get through that barrier, then you're just like, that's a $6,000 monitor. Of course it is. Why isn't it? <laughs> Why didn't we have one sooner? Does it come with a, does it come with an adjustable stand? Oh, that's a thousand dollars on top of the 6,000. Of course
1: it is. That
0: tracks. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh,
1: it doesn't it's even phase me anymore.
0: <laughs>
1: oh my God.
0: Did we have anything for uh, Dwayne's technical corner this week?
1: Well, this week I got the, uh, I did not get, I did not get the kind of check that I normally get for roughing, Okay. Uh, I tried to get Amy to come on and tell this story, but she said I could, well, she's studying and she doesn't have time likely story. And uh, she said I could probably tell it just as well. So, when we go south, which is most podcasts.
0: Oh, sorry. You're talking about refing. Sorry. Yes.
1: Um, I, well, one, somebody parks their car and we ride together. Right. So we leave a car off Purple. we go. Right. Yeah. Um, Amy got home on Monday, Monday. Thank you. Monday night. And she pulls into our driveway and I'm off refing. She pulls into our driveway and the Warren County sheriff's car is sitting in our driveway. She says, well, that's kind of odd. Pulls in, gets out, and the sheriff is out of the car, um, had apparently gone up to our house. Nobody answered. I'm sure the dog was going crazy. And he was on his way to walk next door to check in with the Samuelsons. Uh, and Amy pulls in, gets out. Hey, can I help you? He's like, so does Dwayne Johnson live here? Yeah. Uh, the one that was born in 71? Seems like an odd question, but okay. She's like, yes. Apparent apparently it's a very common name. Well, yes. That's <laughs> well, there's there's several of us out there, some more famous than others. Um We found his truck abandoned or at least parked at the trailhead for the Great Western Trail. And we were worried about someone of his advanced age hiking with as cold as it is out. And Amy's like, what? What in the cars parked at the? And then the light bulb goes off and she realizes that where I park is at the end of the bike trail in coming in the great Western trail. Um, clearly a slow night for the Warren County Sheriff's office. I appreciate greatly them doing a welfare check. I got a welfare check on Monday night, uh, just to make sure that I was okay and that I wasn't lost, abandoned, injured, God knows what walking the great Western trail, uh, for the record, I'm fine. Thank you.
0: Um, For everybody else's edification, it's too bad that Amy couldn't tell the story because I got a text message Monday night saying, I have content, call me when you can. Okay. And I thought, wow. So I called Amy. And she's still laughing. (laughs) This was about a half an hour after she texted me. And she told me the story. Did I leave anything out? No, no. No, um, she said, I, her one comment was, once I knew that he wasn't dead, <laughs> it was really funny.
1: Meanwhile, <laughs> she's spending the insurance check. Oh,
0: oh, yeah. oh, oh, he's fine. Damn. Okay, now it's funny. On the, on the other hand, <clears throat> we were worried about somebody of that age out in the cold. She was still laughing about that when I hung up. thanks babe so um anyway we're all glad we're glad that you're glad that you're fine if you need to by the way if you need to i can i can turn up the volume of my microphone and speak a little louder and a little slower if you need to at this point (laughs) get off my yard um i do have to say i mean i mean that's great service from the warren county sheriff's department was find a car and be amy by the way amy the reason why he was also concerned Amy did tell me because she she didn't inform me it's six degrees it's six <laughs> so it, it wasn't like you know 42 but anyway um perhaps a sign in your window from now on um not not old and wandered off just reffing <laughs>
1: Oh, uh, Alan, Alan gave it, it wasn't a Dwayne technical, but one of my partners, Alan gave a technical last night. Oh, I also gave a technical last night. Student, uh, one of the athletes removed his shirt when he was on the bench because it had blood on it and he needed to change, uh, which is an automatic technical. You're supposed to go back to the locker room. You're not supposed to change on the bench, whatever, (sighs) sweet Lord. Last night was kind of a disaster, but we got <laughs> through it
0: and we moved on.
1: Big, big rivalry game between Colo and Collins Maxwell.
0: That's always the Donnie Brook when those two get together. It,
1: yep, you can pretty much throw away the records, and they pretty much threw away everything else. Anywho, that's what I got there. Uh, this week in Favre, it was a busy week. Yes, <laughs> I just want to put out there. How long have we been covering this story, Todd?
0: I mean, the Farve story? I, I mean, I think I first broke it in the first 6 months of this. I mean, we've been covering this for at least 2 years, I think. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This week on HBO, both Bryant Gumbel and Bamani Jones covered this story for the first time. Guys, if you just listen to talking to Todd toddlers, you, you don't need to watch those shows.
0: You get your good content here. You're welcome. <laughs> that's, that's what the people come for. They're breaking farve news. They're like, Oh great. Now the rest of the world gets to hear the same crap. These guys have been talking about for two years. Once again,
1: ahead of the curve. That's what we do. Uh, how about the Scott Frost Memorial idiot of the week? We got anything there?
0: Um, yeah, so for this week, I brought uh, I brought the the story I brought was an Aussie oopsie. Um, tennis? No, no. Um, I don't know if you read about this, but there was um, in Australia there was some equipment being moved, and in the process of the equipment being moved, when it arrived at its location. And this had to do with uh, mi- some mining equipment. When it got to its location, they went to go take the, um, the cesium-137 capsule out of the equipment, um, which is uh, radioactive. <laughs> um, and it's, it's in a capsule that is a third of an inch long. This is a five, it was on the road for five days, the equipment. When it left, radioactive material on board five days later when it arrived radioactive material not on board (laughs) 900 miles of australian outback needed to be searched for a capsule that is one third of an inch long They started the search using handheld radiation monitors. I'm like, there's 25 guys spread out walking across,
1: going, "Did it? Did 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 it? One mile down,
0: 799 to go. (laughs) We're gonna need more water. (laughs) Did they find it? Um, Breaking news: as of about 12 hours ago, as we record, uh, they actually did find it. It it did take. It did take multiple days to uh, to find. Um, authorities don't know for certain how the capsule, which formed part of a gauge that Rio Tinto uses to measure the density of iron ore at the plant, got lost. The gauge was placed in a wooden box. It was loaded onto the truck at the mine on January 10th. It departed the mine on January 12th, and the capsule was found to be missing when the box was opened two weeks later. <laughs> Apparently, part of their safety protocol is not Hey, every twelve hours, somebody check the radiation material. <laughs> um, it's not great. I mean, it's it's, it's not it's not great. Um, the uh, the state's chief health officer did point out it's extremely rare for a source to be lost, um, and Rio Tinto did apologize for the for the alarm, um, and their big concern was that somebody would find it and and open it um Mm. and uh doing so i believe what was it i mean it it wouldn't like immediately kill you but um i think it was like the equivalent of getting 10 x-rays like every hour it was like the equivalent of like 10 x-rays an hour so it's not gonna be like immediately fatal but if you like put it in your pocket and walked around with it for a couple of days and went hey look it glows in the dark and look what I can do um it wouldn't be good. So anyway, um had we recorded yesterday, um it would still be lost. Now it's it's not as much of an I mean, oh, they lost the radioactive material, but they found it a week or two late. Well, they they lost it on January 25th. So anyway, a week. Um, yeah. So Congratulations for finding a radioactive needle in a haystack. Um, it should have never been lost. Anyway, um, yeah. So that's an Aussie oopsie. Absolutely. What'd you bring? I brought my standard three.
1: Number one, you mean Wordle. Number two, what's up, Doc? And number three. I am retired. I'm going to go with, let's go with what's up, doc. Okay. This, uh, again, this is a story that I've recycled a couple of different times, been beta testing the headlines until you finally pick it. Do you remember when Carlos Correa couldn't find a team to play for? He was going to play for the Giants and then he was going to play for the Mets and then he ended up going back to Minnesota.
0: Yes, I mean he had, he had re- agreed to terms for like 300 million dollars with the Giants. Yeah. And then they had concerns about the medical. So then he moved on, so the Mets immediately swooped in and offered him like 280 million dollars for a shorter contract and then said we got him. And then and then there were some concerns about his medical. So then the twins who he played for like on a one year contract last year, swooped back in and signed him for less, but at least, I mean, he's, he's still making like 220 million or something. Yes. So he goes to his giants physical,
1: right? And the giants call off the deal. He goes to his Mets physical walks in and it's the same doctor. Oh crap, this isn't gonna go well. (laughs) Quote, he'd already given an opinion to another team about my ankle. He was not going to change that. (laughs) Oops. (laughs) I you know, I know we need to nominate someone here. Maybe it's the agent for not vetting who the teams hired for their doctor or 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 all star of the week. I guess would be the Mets who went out and found the same doc to make sure that they got the
0: right opinion. All right. I'm just not for nothing because every baseball player is basically every baseball player has the same agent. Uh, his agent is Scott Boris. His agent is Scott Boris. Um, I'm good giving him the idiot of the week because on any given week, he's probably deserves it. Uh, we could almost rename this thing the
1: Scott Boris idiot of the week for his history, except of-
0: for the fact that as much of an idiot as he is, his his clients also get paid. Oh, they do. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, you know, when we had jerk of the we had jerk of the week, he's more jerk of the week.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I I'm just more thinking like I'm hoping Carlos on the way out said real quick. Just so I know, who else uses you? <laughs> so that I can go talk to those other teams, but not the ones that use you. Oh.
1: <laughs> yep. Korea told Ken I, Rosenthal,
0: teams use the same specialist to evaluate him. Yeah, crap. I, I will I will say this. The, the Giants and the Mets were going to basically pay him for like 13 or 14 years. Mm-hmm. Like those were really long, long contracts. And they were concerned about because he's got he's got some screws and a plate or something in his ankle. And he's like, it hasn't bothered me since it happened. And the twins said he's played for us and it's not a problem. And they signed him to like a four or five year contract. He said that the doc is whatever. My thought is if you're going to be paying a guy who's 39 or 40 years old, um, like $35 million a year who has screws and a plate in his ankle and has been there for 15 years, you might say, hey, listen, he might be fine for the first five. But these are fully guaranteed contracts until the guy's drawing uh, Social Security. This actually could become a problem (laughs) down the road. I'm just wondering what his business cards look like. Like he's got like like when you walk in, uh, who sent you here? The Giants. He like takes he takes flip, the flip, Mets flip, business flip, flip, cards flip, flip. down. Here, here you go, the Giants cards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got the little hats that the Sundays come in, and he just puts the one the right one out. <laughs> well, like. Y-
1: Uh, You go to a photography studio and they've got all of those different backdrops back behind that are all rolled up so that he can pull down the one that says Mets versus the one that says Giants for the back wall of his office. Hold on just a second. We got to fix this. Uh, Welcome to Houston. One quick travel story. Yes. The water, I'll text you this picture. The water in my room comes at a price, but not
0: all of it. Okay, so they they give you two bottles of Aquafina. One of them is compliments of Marriott Bonvoy. The other bottle is a dollar. (laughs) (laughs) Choose wisely. So what happens if I drink the dollar
1: one and leave the other one? Do you think they'll charge me? I almost want to find out
0: you know how that's going to play out right like like you know how it should play out but you know how it's going to play out like it i mean we will then have uh we will then have yet another nomination for idiot of the week uh but uh content
1: breeds content i could also go down to the lobby and buy this bottle for three dollars and 98
0: cents so i thought a dollar was a bargain Mm, mm. My thought is the, the one that's a dollar hasn't been opened before. The one that's complimentary is somebody has opened it. <laughs> you know, they didn't drink all of it. So you just fill it up at the tap, <laughs> screw it on there. That's complimentary good enough. It didn't the dollars. The good one. <laughs> it did
1: not click, click, click when I opened it. That should have been a clue.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's complimentary water for everyone who's been in the room.
1: <laughs> oh, sweet Lord.
0: Did you watch anything good this week? Well, we watched some stuff, and we watched something good. Okay, so uh, this weekend I told Lisa, I'm like, you know, I'm missing, uh, I'm, I'm really missing slow horses. Yeah. So why don't we watch Tinker, Tailor, Soldier, Spy? I mean, Gary Oldman as a spy, Mm -hmm. he's gonna go do spy things. What I will tell you is, um. In this movie, Dwayne, which do you know what year that movie came out in, if you just took a guess? Tinker,
1: Taylor, Soldier, Spy? Yeah. 98? 2011. Oh, okay. More recent than I thought, but okay. Yes, but
0: if you watch it, you're like, the pacing of this feels like it's from the, <laughs> from the early 90s. What what you get in slow horses where stuff is happening all the time and stuff is moving. Um, this is more of a wow. I didn't know it could take anybody that long to walk up three flights of stairs, but we showed the whole thing. <laughs> huh. Um and it gets to be a little confusing. And anyway, we watched it. Um it it I've now watched it. Okay, I mean, it's, it's based off of a, a John LeClaire novel. Yep. Uh, anyway, watched it. It did not satisfy my slow horses. <laughs> um, anyway, what we're also watching, however, and this is the one I can recommend, is on Peacock is a new show called Poker Face. Natasha Leone? Yes. And um, it is written... Executive produced, and at least the first couple of episodes are, uh, by, um, Ryan Reynolds. From, uh, no, um, Knives Out. Um, the director of of Knives Out.
1: Is that Ryan Johnson? Yes. No relation. Yes.
0: I mean, uh, he's 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 not a man of of advanced age. Um, anyway, <laughs> so um the premise and they make it very clear if you just watch the first if you watch any of the trailers on uh on on peacock for it um she has the ability to know if she's looking at somebody she has the ability to know if somebody is lying and actually is has she is unable to not call bs to their face when they're lying oh i need to watch this
1: i have heard i've well, I have heard and I have read that this is the best original series that Peacock has done.
0: Um, I can make a strong case for it. It's excellent. Um, I believe, uh, I was just taking a look here, at least on Peacock. It said that it had a 100% Rotten Tomatoes rating. Um, so that's cause that's why they the showed fact it.
1: That It actually, that they actually show one. That's a good sign. Um
0: the the credits and everything are like a like from a, a 1970s detective show um there's strong columbo vibes and things happen and so basically each episode is more or less a murder of the week okay in different places and she is sort of columbo as a human lie detector and it's fantastic and the cameos they get really big stars to be in in one episode just they're just in for one and then they're out um, highly recommend uh, it's great and um, anyway uh, worth worth being uh, worth subscri- I don't know if you have to subscribe to Peacock the weird part is I think we pay for Peacock with no ads um, and you can pay for Peacock with ads and then there's like free Peacock I'm assuming you have to pay for this the weird part is if you pay for Peacock with no ads the show goes to an ad break <laughs> And then goes black for like three or four seconds. And then it continues. So <laughs> it's, I mean, it's shot with ad breaks in mind. Ah, You just don't see the ads. And you don't have to fast forward through them, but there is a break in the show. So anyway, I uh, highly recommend. How about you? What are you watching?
1: Uh, here's a throwback for you. I, for some reason, wanted to watch the firm with Tom Cruise. Okay. Can you tell me what year that came
0: out? Speaking of old movies. That's a John Grisham novel. It was John Grisham's first big novel that put him on the map, I think. It was, yes. I'm going to take a guess of 94. 1993, very good. <sighs> My other guess was 92, so I was going Yeah, gonna, you're right in there. Anyway. Yeah, you
1: were right right in there. Okay. Uh, So I watched that. The music is still fantastic. The piano music throughout, if you've, um, this driving jazz Memphis beat kind of um, soundtrack throughout the whole thing. If you like that kind of music, I also recommend going and finding
0: the firm soundtrack. It's on Spotify. Am I, I may be misremembering this completely. Is Hal Holbrook in this movie? Yes, he is. And he's not, he's not a nice, he's not the nice old guy in this
1: movie. He's, he's not. Uh, also Gene Hackman, Jeannie uh, Triplehorn, uh, Wilford Brimley is also. <laughs> Surprising, surprisingly young, Wilford yes, Brimley. Uh, and uh, also not a nice old man in this one. Yeah. So there, yeah, yeah there you go. So watch The Firm. Um, We're also watching the latest the latest season of RuPaul.
0: Yes, the um the the one that's basically been edited down to like a TikTok.
1: Yeah, at one point I'm like,
0: where'd these new people come from? So previous episode previous seasons had been 90 minutes long. Yeah. And then they moved it to MTV this this cycle. And MTV obviously went said, Hey, by the way, it's only 60 minutes is all that you get because the problem that we talk about is like when you're down to the last five four queens 90 minutes is is actually probably too long yeah there's just yep but when you have 14 queens 60 minutes is mostly like wait who is that why have i oh and you're done and there's like you don't get any of the and then when they when they brought in when they brought Snatch Game in and decided to have two of them, yes, like what are you doing? I don't like. There's one joke each, and then you move on, and there's you don't get to hear any of the judging critiques. There's no like why why
1: not just wait another six weeks before you do Snatch Game so it's down to a reasonable number of people.
0: The, the uh, I believe Lisa Lisa who follows this much more closely than I do with all the pop um, pop culture things believes that the reason they were told to move it to the beginning was, uh, to get new people who might be watching this on MTV to get the good stuff early to get them hooked and not, Oh, anyway. Okay. I don't know. Uh, here's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's fine. I, it, it feels rushed. It feels like there's pieces just missing out of the show. Um, it feels like I edited it let's be honest. um, <laughs> Well, you are an award-winning editor. Like, like the person goes, and the most important thing, and then next you see them, and then you, and then they just move on to something else, and it's like, well, I don't know. Watch Untucked anyway. Um, sorry, I, I digressed. How are you enjoying it? Um, we're watching it. We're commenting. Uh, I was
1: fully expecting Rue to send home both sugar and spice on that episode
0: okay now we're now we're devolving into a rue uh, after a watch party here thing yeah and um so yeah anywho and you was that am i wrong heh. well no i was about ready to say this and then i realized in the middle of a rue conversation this is exactly what would happen on the show like we could talk about this but as we talked about the beginning you've got a hard out so we need to move on <laughs> No complaints. Uh, Let's see. I've
1: also, we also watched two movies that I suppose fall into the area of rom-coms, except one of them's a rom-com and the other one is more of an action comedy. Officially. Uh, Okay. We watched Ticket to Paradise with George and Julia, which is more of the rom-com. And we watched Shotgun Wedding with J-Lo and Josh Duhamel. Neither of them are longer than a minute, than an hour and 44 minutes. Um, it is absolutely escapist. Do not think too much about it uh, because there are some things that are problematic. Um, but it is just turn your brain off for an hour and a half because it it's just, you know, Beautiful scenery and beautiful people in ridiculous situations. So <laughs> it's what we're watching. And I'm actually right. Re- if you're in the mood for that, I recommend either of these two.
0: <laughs> How's that? What'd you learn this week? So a number of months ago, we put in the solar system. Yeah. And Since then, I've been trying to figure out like, we've had problems with the utility and then figured out the bills and everything on. And I figured out now I'm now I finally started to figure out after multiple months of operating how our utility does this. And it's not what I thought. And uh, here's what I learned. Um, They're screwing us over. Okay. So (laughs) the, the, I mean, that's the short of it, right? Which, which, which is um, if, if our utility, Pricing here in the undisclosed location is actually pretty low, which is why there's not more solar here because while it's a good climate for it, it has a long ROI because utility prices are fairly low. But um, we pay a certain rate for electricity and then we actually pay another two and a half cents on top of that because wholesale prices are increased. So they can change that. So we, we, we pay even more. The amount of money that they pay us, however, when we send it to the grid yeah. is fixed. And the expense factor when energy prices are high that we pay doesn't also get added to us. Also, we have net metering, which in theory means if we use fifth, well, yeah. Oh, the meter's supposed to go backwards. Yeah. If you're right? if you're so using less we than, use, yeah. If I use 50 today and I give them 50, at the end of the day, it should be zero. Right. Right? It's not the way it works. Not the way it works at all. No. Our meter actually registers coming in and going out. And they don't, if, if I use 50 and I give back 50, I am charged for the 50 I've used at three times at at X and then they give me a credit for the 50 that I supplied them which is one third of X yeah
1: so you've got to deliver so, back to the grid three times what you're using to break even
0: right so like in the summer if at 6 o'clock p.m. I give them a kilowatt and at 8 p.m. I take a kilowatt I lose money on the deal <laughs> That is, there's this, uh, anyway, um, this is, this is now changing the way that we are going to have to think about how we use our, um, solar because we've been trying to maximize the amount that we send back to the grid. Uh, what I've learned now, and this is what I told Lisa is, listen, you know how, um, to be nice to the grid, you're supposed to run all of your big heavy loads at night, like overnight when the grid isn't being used. Screw that. Um. We need to run our washing machine, our dryer, and our dishwasher um, during the day while we're producing, because we need to use our electricity and not give it to those cheap bastards because um, they're they're screwing us over. So um, anyway, we're gonna light this house up during the day. Like I'm gonna turn on lights that don't even matter. Um,
1: yeah, <laughs> I'll be damned I don't. if
0: I'm giving it to them. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I learned all of that. It was a lot of work, a lot of spreadsheets, a lot of reading, um, utility regulations and utility billing. And then I finally got to it and I'm like, uh, for all of the work, homework I did before we did this, I guess this was the part I should have actually done anyway. It'll be fine. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Well, you know what? There's some batteries coming and we'll get this. We'll, we'll get it tuned in. But anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, I'll trade you one for one and every time we do that, it'll cost me. Anyway, what did you learn? Uh, So I don't remember, did we talk about ChatGPT last week? No, we did not. That was all on the text chain.
1: So we had texts back and forth with Greg and Sherry and Greg had ChatGPT write us a one act play. About you and me in Iowa Falls yes we we briefly considered reading it on the air, <laughs> but uh the conclusion was reached that uh, we couldn't determine whether or not it was m- more funny or less funny than our regular, and uh, I just want to put out there for the record it was awful. <laughs> And then, and it was still touch and go. It, yeah, it it, it it almost made the cut. <laughs> um, separately, without any involvement, Sarah found toddler negative eighteen. This could have also gone into feedback, but uh, toddler negative eighteen found a version of Chat GPT that generates art for you based on. Um, keywords that you input Uh, and it created a logo for us oh
0: okay oh oh don't oh no 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 why would you show that to me why why would you show that to anybody because I've had to look at that for four days and I cannot get it
1: out of my mind
0: what nobody is that a half a face (laughs) yes because they're apparently talking I mean, half the head is missing. What? And I don't know which one is which, but whoever's got their, their arm on the hood of the car has deformed the hood of the car. <laughs> this is the AI that's going to take all of our jobs? <laughs> I think we're safe.
1: I- The music is, is Happy Boy by Kevin MacLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast with visiting scholar Todd Prenz wherever you get your pods. Just search "Talking in the number two. No G, no space. You can tweet us on Facebook. You can check out our award-winning merch on Zazzle. You can leave us a voicemail at 515-ALSO-CPA. You can stop by and see... Uh, you can make multiple stops in Tuba City. Stop <laughs> by and, and check out the home office um, and the remote... Office apparently of the Taylor Center. Um Please don't do any of that. Uh, you can also check out the award-winning Naperville Drains. Hopefully, their keychains made their keychains did clearly make it so uh, yes. better than yes you. Uh, thanks to our listeners and our sponsors, the uh, award-winning toddler thirty-one eighty-seven, the multiple-nominated Taylor Center for Technology Policy, and as always, DJ to go Cedar Valley, your five-star DJ in the Cedar Valley. You can send us your feedback to feedback at talking to Todd.com
0: Todd, So, um, I want to, I want to be helpful here. I don't want to just, you know, you know, we're not just here to do the jokes. We're, we're here to help. And I know she's behind, so you may want to tell her she needs to jump up to this part. You said earlier that Amy's behind because she has been, pra- she is studying for her SHRM uh, test. Yeah. So just real quick, um, just to help her out, I'm, I'm assuming this, this should help, um, a lot. So Richard Sherman was born in 1988 uh, as a football player uh, Sherman Hemsley the actor was born in 1938 and died in 2012 and um, also I'm assuming this is going to be on the Sherm test um, Sherman T Potter was born in either 1888 or eight between 1888 and 1899 in Hannibal Missouri um, and he served in the Korean War so hopefully that will be helpful for her to pass her Sherm test did any of these people live on Sherman Hill in Des Moines I, I didn't I didn't go that deep oh. into my thing. <laughs> I, oh. I didn't get to
1: that point. <laughs> Send us your content, we love it. We'll be here next week. We'll clean up whatever we need to. We're here. We're talking to Todd.
0: That logo you sent me now makes sense if we were the ones that found that radioactive capsule (laughs) in the outback and drove with it in our car for the 900 miles to go and return it. (laughs) Hey, look what I found. you think it's chewing gum? I think it's a
1: mint. You should try that. Tangy.